Looking for work, better pay, better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. You're listening to Dan Issel and Louis Rabot on ESPN 680 and 1057. Now, here's Dan and Louie. And welcome back to the second hour on this Friday. This is Issel and Louie on ESPN 680, 105.7. And this hour of the show is brought to you by Delta Dental of Kentucky. They believe everyone deserves a healthy and happy smile. Whether you're looking for dental coverage for your employees or an individual or family policy, Delta Dental of Kentucky has you covered with a nationwide network of dentists. Plus, they offer Delta Vision, a comprehensive vision plan through VSP. Enrolling in a dental or Vision plan is easy. You can call them at 1 800 955 2030 or you can visit them online at ky.deltadental.com. And it is Friday, so we thank George and the Baronos team for bringing lunch by the ESPN Louisville Studios. Baronos has you covered this weekend for all those big games. Louisville, um, Louisville or Kentucky tomorrow especially uh, your spot before all those games and concerts at the Yum Center celebrating 45 years of Louisville style pizza heart shaped pizzas are back from now until Valentine's Day so make sure you go get one of those my wife is a sucker for heart shaped pizza mm. I don't know why carry out mm. delivery or dine in 14 area locations in Metro Louisville and Southern Indiana yeah it's that good it's Barano's Pizza we thank George and his team Barano's by the bridge bringing lunch by our studios today so how about that and it'll disappear oh, faster than any lunch that's brought by the studio. It's unbelievable. Get that get that mustard out. There you go. All right. So um, did you know Billy Packer? Uh, I met him on a couple of occasions. I can't say we were close or we were sure. friends. But, yeah, I, I, I've I met him. Yeah. Did you? So my favorite thing in this article. So Billy Packer, I mean, I think people know, did 34 straight Final Fours. So even when NBC lost the rights, CBS picked him up. And then um, worked for ACC on Raycom games and did win an Emmy for outsourcing uh, sports personality in 1993. um, (laughs) How about this? He called the Final Four in 2008 and after that never attended a live sporting event again. Hmm. I guess when he was done, he was done. He literally said, I, 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 when, I, when I decided to go into broadcasting, because it was never what he wanted to do. It was never like, as a kid, it was never, it's the opposite of me. I was the little kid who made like fake radio shows and recorded them when I was four years old and I would play them back on a tape. So like getting to do this is a, a total freaking dream for me, right? The opposite for Billy Packer, <laughs> who's much, much more successful than me. And he, um, but he said, he promised himself one day, that he was going to be done, and when he was done, he's done. Yep. And he called the 08 Final Four, and he never went to another live sporting event. That's wild. That's yeah, incredible. that is. That, that's, <laughs> I mean, that's that, 15 you, you, years of just, I'm, I'm not going anymore. I'm done. Yeah, that, that's yeah. incredible. 
So yeah. Well, I I remember when, and I can't I can't remember who the play by play guy was, but I remember when when Packer and Al McGuire did it together. Yes. And and you know it was it was like frickin' frack. Whenever you have a team, you know one <laughs> too has many to people. Play, yeah, yeah right. one has to play against the other. So Packer was the quiet, conservative, analytic guy, and Al, and Al McGuire, uh, you know, being a New York guy, uh, guy uh, he just said all these wild and crazy things. But it was pretty entertaining when the two of them worked together. But the thing I I really admire about Billy. And, uh, you know, I feel the same way about Hubie Brown yeah, when sure. he does. I mean, Hubie Brown's 107 years old <laughs> and he's still in my mind. He's still the best analyst on on the on uh, pro basketball because they 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 have this unique ability, uh, Louie, to both to to appeal both to the uh, what, what am I going to say? The, the experienced basketball watcher and the neophyte who really doesn't understand what's going on for some reason they connect with both sides and and the thing i like the most about them is they don't make the broadcast about themselves sure you know they don't talk about well i had dinner with the coach last night and he told me and you know all that kind of stuff it was his his analysis of what was happening on the court was just so spot on without drawing attention to himself. Yeah, I, I think he's one of the best that's ever done it. Yeah, and I, I think, you know, some of the calls, too, that you, you look back and you think about it. I'd forgotten the Miles Simon call. Yeah, that's yeah. a great one. Simon that's says one. championship. Yeah, I mean, just, <laughs> just one of the best. It's just one of the great calls in 97. That was a great team, that Arizona team, goodness. Um, and, yeah, just those guys that, like I said, because he – he was always on the final four call, you know, in, in 2008, I'm, I'm not, you know, literally he's called every final four of my life at that point. Right. And so yeah, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's just one of those voices you take for granted. So, um, <laughs> watch it texture. I see you, you watch it. Um, but yeah, so, uh, and you forget too, there's kind of like a, um, just in that, you know, his son, Mark Packer is a terrific announcer as well. Um, and so, uh, you know, a bit of a, uh, an announcer tree, if you will, from that family. So, yep. Yep. Uh, may he yeah, rest he, in peace. He was, he was one of the good ones. So 82, is 82 years old. old. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Eight years. <laughs> you said it on me, man. <laughs> eight years man. away. I love eight that, years though. away. That's, uh. I'm, I I'm already halfway there, so there you go. I'm on yeah. That. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so no, I well, just like it, I said, it, one of those it, voices it, that I just took for granted because he was just always there, right? Yeah. And I, and I'm a lot like Packer too. When I'm done, I'm done. I'm never listening to this show again. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that's awesome. All right, well, rest in peace, Billy Packer, one of the good ones. Um, uh, which of the two NFL games are you looking forward to the most? You think? I, I, well, and, and put aside put aside your fandom. Which game do you think? Which will be the better game? Do you think the Bengals and the Chiefs? Okay. E- even if I wasn't a Bengals fan, okay. it would be the Bengals and the Chiefs. I, I'm a little worried uh, about this game now that uh, Mahomes seems to be healthier. That, uh, in other words, that's the word that is coming out of the Chiefs camp. The Chiefs are back to a point and a half favorite. Uh, the Bengals, I think, were favored by one yesterday or the day before. Um, 
Uh, yeah, I'm a little concerned about this game. It'll be interesting to see what, what the Bengals were able to do, Louie, in that Buffalo game is they got pressure on Josh Allen oh, man, yeah. rushing four people. Yep. Now, I, I can't I can't recall a time where they had more than four four down linemen rushing the passer. I don't I don't recall them blitzing one time. Uh, if they can do the same thing against Kansas City, if they can get pressure on Mahomes with just four down linemen, then I think the Bengals win because I, I expect Burroughs just to carve up that defense like like he has uh, for most of this season. But uh, if they can't get pressure and they have to start bringing a fifth guy or maybe even a sixth guy, uh, then I don't I don't much care for the Bengals. Yeah, then there's trouble. That's right, yeah. Exactly. You know, Diener said something this morning that I really agree with, which is, you know, the word, you know, the term high ankle sprain, that's almost like having a broken leg. And so if if he's playing, then he didn't have a high ankle sprain. Yeah. Right? So yeah. I, 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 yeah. Like, I, I there, would agree with that. There, there's yeah. a lie somewhere. And maybe it was unintentional, but there's a lie somewhere. Like either they're lie, someone lied or, or misdiagnosed a high ankle sprain, and everyone just ran with it, or you know he's he's gonna he's not gonna be mobile. <laughs> like, like, right. Like, right. Those are the right. two options, right? Like, yeah. I, I think yep. that's it. So yep. um, well, he's he's saying it feels even better than he expected it to feel. So how locked down uh, do you it, think those practices are? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you you said uh, how great these two matchups are. Just to 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 uh, you know expound on that point, Louis. These four teams are coming in. With at least a six-game winning streak. Yeah, no, that's right. Yeah, uh, the Bengals have won ten in a row. Uh, the Forty ers and they beat a team that had not a nine-game winning streak. Yeah, yeah. No, it's the, it's as good as I could remember in the NFL. Yeah, the Forty ers yeah. and the Eagles have won seven in a row, and uh, uh, the Chiefs have won six in a row. So these are four hot teams that are showing up in the playoffs for sure. I'm also on the edge of. With with Brock Purdy, as far as at some point it has to run out, and so this weekend would be the weekend where I would just have to shut the hell up. Like like it just just he's doing it. He's great. Like or not great, but you know he's 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 an NFL quarterback. He's capable. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Like I'll just have to shut up if he goes and even if they just play well, even if he just shows up and they and they're offensively you know good against the against the Eagles. He doesn't. I don't think he has to go win thirty eight thirty five or something like that. I think rather just. You know, if he if he shows the level of competence that he's been showing, then I just need to be quiet because he's well. I I think it has as much to do with his talent as it does his head coach, uh, because uh, well, obviously he has a, a number of weapons, uh, and uh, you know that that certainly helps. But I I read someplace Louis, where uh, in on Purdy snaps since since Purdy took over the starting lineup or when he replaced Garofalo in that game. Um, they have been, the 49ers have been, and I don't profess to be a, a football guru. Ben, Benny. But, <laughs> but they, they, have, they have had motion on 73% right. of his snaps. Right. And, and so, you know, if, if defenses are adjusting, 
to what motion they see in front of them, I think that has to make it easier for the kid to play quarterback. Right, give it away if it's a zone or a man or whatever it might be as far as what the defense is doing yet. No, that makes sense. And frankly, with the motion, too, I from what I've seen of them, I haven't watched a ton of 49ers football. They're moving the pocket, too, and doing stuff like that, right, where it's he's less likely to get immediate direct pressure. And so, yeah. no, it's, it's, it's a smart scheme. And, and look, like I said – He's doing. He's doing it, and and at some point you got to just shut up and and forget where people were drafted. In the same way that you know, you know, always goes back to horse racing on the show. But like at some point we got to get over the rich strike winning the derby thing, because all we're obsessed with was the eighty to one price, not the fact that the horse just beat twenty other horses. Right? I mean, just yeah. At some point he just did it. He ran back well in the Lucas, like that kind of stuff. Like Purdy's just doing it, and we need to get over that. A couple of people have mentioned on the text line. It was Dick Enberg who was on the play by play there. Um, when we were talking about Billy Packer. Oh, I've, yeah, and Al, and Al, they're very good textures. And Al McGuire, very no, it's, good. it's okay. And I for, you, we forget, the three of them called the, the 79 game, which is still the most watched basketball game of all time, between Indiana State and uh, Larry Bird and Magic Johnson, Michigan State. So, yep, yep. Isn't that Dick, wild? That's still the most watched basketball game of all time. Yeah, no, it's amazing. Dick Enberg, <laughs> I, I have a little tie-in with Dick Enberg. Oh, okay. He was the one when we beat, uh, when we beat the uh, Seattle Supersonics, in in game number five uh, in the playoffs, 94 maybe, Mm -hmm. uh, and became the first eighth seed ever to beat a number one seed. Enberg was on that call. Wow. Yep. That's awesome. Yep. Dick's a guy from Michigan, went to Central Michigan. Then, of course, he went to IU where they have named um, the broadcast school after him. So Jack Grossman attended the Dick Enberg school. How about that? Grossman went to broadcasting school? <laughs> if I was IU, I wouldn't, I wouldn't let that out. <laughs> Wonder how our man Jack is doing. He's crushing, man. He's doing great. I, the only text I get from him is I, I, uh, I knew of a very good Jewish deli in Atlanta. And he was he was hopeful by moving to a much bigger city that there would be quality Jewish food. And I was mm. like, you got to go here. This is the spot. And so whenever he gets a sandwich, I get a picture of a sandwich, <laughs> which I love. No, it's great. I love it. So it's good. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Good for him. He, um, yeah, so there you go. Uh, I'd forgotten Dick Enberg. I died six years ago already. Oof. I Amazing. totally forgot that. Yeah, no, I know that, that one. So, are are you going to give us a pick in the NFL games? Sure, I think both home team, or excuse me, I think the Eagles win, and I think the Bengals win. Mm. I yeah, just I th- I, at this point, I I I I can't wrap my head around how well the Bengals are playing, even with all the injuries and everything. Ten in a row. Yeah, no, it's they're just they're just playing better than other people, and, yep. and their their scheme is working. And they're, like you exactly. mentioned, the defensive the defensive scheme yep. is working. Like at some point, they're just playing better, and and for me, that's enough to to pick them. And they and they seem to have the Chiefs' number right now. And Three if, in a row. And if Mahomes is not run around, throw the ball underhand, sidearm behind his mm-hmm. back, dude, then he's not Patrick Mahomes. And. That that to me takes away the advantage that the Chiefs would have. Now I think Kelsey's still going to get two touchdowns on Saturday or Sunday, excuse me, because he's Travis Kelsey and he's one of the great tight ends of all time. But I, any kind of injury there is more significant than on the O line for for the Bengals. So yeah, that's why I would yeah, call. And then I sure. I just I can't. It is again. I think the Eagles are just that good. I do too. They're I just do that too. Good. I, I I feel good about that pick. I, I I'm pretty confident the Eagles will beat the 49ers. I'm. I'm kind of a toss-up on the Bengals and the Chiefs. 
I think the one and a half for the Chiefs is probably the right line. I think Philly covers the two and a half pretty easily. I think they win yeah. by at least six, something like that. So. Yeah. But the I mean, Forty Nine ers just keep doing it. I mean, so the, that's why these are this. That's why these four teams. It's awesome because all of them are just playing great football right now. So yeah, no yeah. one just got hot at the end here. This is no, this is no, all just been, really good football. Yeah, yeah, they've been they've been good. Well, the Bengals started out a little slow, and the Forty Nine ers started out a little slow. But it, after the first four or five games, they they've been awesome since then. Yeah, so that'll be I mean, just fun games, and that's it's always a great day. Um, a football because you get that three o'clock game and then they don't play that game so late that you gotta you gotta stay up till midnight to watch it. They started exactly. at six thirty Eastern, which is nice. So yep. you're done around ten o'clock with all the football and go to bed, and we'll talk about all of it again on Monday. So there you go. Uh, let's stick with the NFL. Sure. What do you what did you think about uh, Mel Kiper's uh, first mock draft? I wanted to ask you about this personally, having been in a front office. Okay. Yeah. Did you did you feed lies to analysts to get them to hype up a guy that you knew you weren't going to draft? Absolutely. Okay. So yeah, who, no, who, we we had a saying around draft time. <laughs> it's all it's all right to lie in the NBA. Mm. Um, no, no, you would <laughs> you would you would always hold your cards very close to the vest and not let anybody know what you were thinking. You'd bring in guys to to try out. Um, I, I remember. Um. Oh man, what was the kid's name? That I mean, he wound up having a long career. Played at uh, played at Kentucky. Uh, uh, Nazi Muhammad. Oh sure, yeah. I, I remember. I was when I was uh, general manager for the. I Nuggets. loved man. He was a great player. Yeah. I. I <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. I I flew to uh, I, I flew to Lexington. Yeah. And uh, and and had and watched a little individual workout. And so we had, I don't know, we had like the 17th or 18th pick. And I had no intention to draft a Nazi Muhammad. I went there. <laughs> I went there under that disguise to talk uh, to Tubby to see if he had any interest in coaching the Nuggets. Oh. Um, but so, I, I, you know, the workout's over. I've talked to Tubby. I, I go into the assistant coach, uh, coach's office to uh, – to, to thank them, you know, for everything. And they said, uh, are you planning on moving up in the draft? And I said, well, that's always a possibility. I, I, right now, it's not, it's not inevitable. Um, and they said, well, if you want to draft Nazi, you're going to have to move up in the draft. Mm. I said, really? I said, oh, yeah, Nazi will go <laughs> 10, 11, 12, something like that. Okay, yeah. Well, good luck. Thanks again. Nazi Muhammad was the last pick in the first round that year. <laughs> and so somebody was lying to the guys in Lexington for sure. So is this a scouts are talking up Will Levis so that someone takes him instead of another quarterback? Well, you would you would have to think that somebody, I mean, I mean Kuiper uh, this isn't this is promotion, frankly, at this point. It's not like this is an analysis. This is promotion. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's uh, remarkable, uh, frankly. Um, and mm-hmm. it, it, somebody has to be feeding them this stuff. 
I mean, Mel Kuyper, he says right in his analysis that uh, if you turn on the tape, you're going to see some poor interceptions and questionable decisions. <laughs> yes, you will. Yeah, yeah, you are. Yeah, you are about three a quarter. But... Um, <laughs> But somebody has to, I mean, you know, and it's the old, he has a rocket launcher well, for the only, an arm. Well, the only and, line that I really agree with in this paragraph is there will be a general manager in the top 10 who sees his positives over the negatives. I think that's that's possible. Yeah. I think that's and, possible. And, the, and this position uh, gets way more um, attention because, in the, look around the NFL, look at, well, Purdy might be an outlier, but Hertz, Mahomes, and Burroughs, you're talking about, you know, three of the best young quarterbacks in the NFL. You got to have a great quarterback, not a good quarterback. You have to have a great quarterback if if you're going to win in the NFL today. And so the quarterback position gets a lot more attention than it should. Right. And so, I mean, I, I know, you know, you can't go on wins and losses in college. You can't say, well, Kentucky was 7-5, and five, so Levis isn't that good. They've got a guy, for crying out loud, they've got an offensive tackle on this list in the top, I think he was eight or something like in the top ten, that was an offensive lineman for Northwestern. Mm. Northwestern was one and eleven. So you know they're not looking at the records or, or really how successful they were in college. They're looking at the potential, and so I guess that's what they're looking at here. I don't know. I may be dead wrong. But I don't think Will Levis is a top 15 draft pick. You want to feel old? Yeah. Uh, Nazi Muhammad's kid is a senior in high school, has got an offer from Villanova, Notre Dame, North Carolina State, Michigan. <laughs> Where does he play? Uh, Charlotte. Okay. Yeah. All right. Is, I, that, I, that must, did Nazi end up his career with the, with the Hornets? Must have. Something like that. You know, I don't know the answer to that. Where else? Uh, He's got a tennis, no offer from Tennessee, excuse me. Um, but yeah, Villanova, Michigan, um, Cincinnati. It's pretty good. He's a high four star, uh, six six small forward. So it didn't get all of dad's length. Wow. Wow. <laughs> hmm. uh, I was just looking up um who sponsored the sports betting bill in Kentucky that was uh, put to the floor and it's three Democrats, which means it's got no shot. <sighs> it's my life, Dan. You don't like driving over to the winter circle? I, I, I actually, I, I, I've never placed a bet there. Have you ever been there? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, okay. I like it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's nice. Um, but I mean, it's I, I go for the horse stuff. Yeah, that's what it is. So sure. Yeah. You're the guy yelling at number seven at Mahoning Valley. Yeah, yeah. Crushing a cigar, doing the thing. It's there great. you go. Yeah. But no, I, Will Levis. All right, go ahead and give a prediction. Where does he actually get drafted? Is he Nazi uh, Muhammad or is he a top 10 because he's a quarterback? Uh, I, well, I'm guessing he's a top 10 because he's a quarterback. Let, let's, let, let's go through this and see, uh, do the Bears need a quarterback? No. Does Houston need a quarterback? Absolutely. Do, does Arizona need a quarterback? No. Does the Colts, do the Colts need a quarterback? Absolutely. Does Seattle, where... Uh, where uh, Geno. Uh, yeah, that's where they have left us going in Kuyper's draft pick. They have them going number five yep. to Seattle. 
Um, I don't know that Seattle really needs a quarterback. Well, Geno Smith is is in the last year of his contract. They'll have to pay him in March if he's going to stay. And I have not heard anything about that. uh, The Lions don't need a quarterback. The Raiders... Uh, in in the mind in their minds don't need a quarterback I think they do the Falcons could use one the Panthers he's got Anthony Richardson and there's another guy how in the world is Anthony Richardson a top ten pick uh, and Philadelphia <laughs> oh I saw I saw one where he goes to the Lions and I vomited and not like last you night should, where I really yeah, needed you to should just have. just over you, football yeah, yeah yeah you yeah. should have um, yeah that Northwestern kid Saronsky. Offensive tackle from Northwestern goes number seven. <laughs> oh, he's going to be in the NFL for 15 years. Yeah. Like, yeah. no question. Yeah. Hey, you, you know, I, I learned something, and that's why I love doing this show with you, Louie. It, it makes me do my homework, and I, I learn something new every day. Did you know, and I find, I find this amazing, did you know when an NFL team gives a player – a guaranteed contract. Now, you know, they're, they're, football, NFL is different than NBA, uh, baseball. I don't know about hockey. But, you know, they give these guys, you read, well, he got a five-year, $50 million contract. You know, and 75000 of it is guaranteed. So they can, you know, it's nice to have a $50 million contract. But most of these players, you know, they, they're in a situation where if they get cut, you know that money goes away. Uh, only only quarterbacks were getting guaranteed contracts sure. for a long time. Now it's spilled over into other. But did you know when when an NFL team gives a player a guaranteed contract, that amount of money has to go into escrow? Correct. Yes. So so Watson gets a two hundred and forty million dollar contract completely guaranteed so that means cleveland had to put 240 million dollars in escrow yeah oh my goodness oh my goodness oh my goodness i had no idea i had no idea it's i think people have no idea how much money is in these leagues i mean they have no concept that's why when, whenever we talk about the golf stuff, I'm just like, you people just don't understand how much money's in this. I mean, it's unbelievable how much money is floating around. That's Cleveland, Dan. Cleveland. I, <laughs> it's incredible, right? I mean, it's I, you know, and, 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 and I'm, sure, I'm sure everybody else in the league is saying, you idiots, what are you doing? Because that's the problem in Baltimore. Lamar Jackson looks at Watson and says, He's got $240 million guaranteed, and I'm better than he is. And so that's and he's why not they, a, he's not a rapist. So there's that, too. <laughs> and and so that? now, you know, Baltimore, Baltimore isn't going. They, that's just not their M.O. They're not going to put $240 million in escrow for, for Lamar. That's more I than all of the economic activity in the city of Baltimore in a year. Yeah, no, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guarantee you that's not happening. Kidding so um, it'll be interesting uh, to see where Lamar winds up. Yeah, Andy suggested the lines. I don't. I, I, uh, 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 just ruin. You're just going to ruin him if he goes there. That's what the lines <laughs> do. They ruin people. 
Hmm. All right, well, it's 11.30 on Friday, which means we should do some picks. Um, go ahead. Uh, we're not going to do picks without Pat this week because there's only two games here. Uh, go ahead, Dan. I'm, uh, I'm taking the Bengals. I'm taking the Eagles. Who you got? Yeah, I'm, I'm taking the Eagles, and I'm taking the Chiefs. Okay, all right. And, yeah, I mean, back-to-back back, back Super Bowl runs would be pretty – I mean, that puts Burrow in pretty rarefied air, frankly. Yeah, yeah. but let, let me tell you my thinking. Okay. If the Bengals win, then I don't care that I picked against them. I'm just thrilled. A little to emotional hedge here. Yeah, and okay. if the Chiefs win, then I can say, well, Louie, I picked those Chiefs over the Bengals. <laughs> Reminder, we are your home for the NFL playoffs in Louisville and Westwood One's coverage of the Super Bowl here on ESPN Louisville. Uh, on Sunday, the NFC Championship game is the Eagles and 49ers, 2 o'clock. On ESPN 680, 105.7, 93.9, we'll join after Louisville women's basketball. And then the AFC Championship is on all stations at 6.30. Chiefs Bengals, uh, 6.30 on all ESPN Louisville stations. All of that is presented by our friends at Liquor Barn. On the other end, Dan and I will talk horses. And uh, did you see this asteroid? Yes. <laughs> this is scary stuff. <laughs> it's wild. This scary is stuff. Scary. It's really scary stuff. One of these big jokers hits Earth. It's Drive the end of the safely. world as we know it. And Good I night, feel everybody. Fine. Good night, everybody. Horses next. Welcome back to Dan Issel and Louis Rebeau on ESPN 680 and 1057. Now, here's Dan and Louie. All right, welcome back in final segment on Friday. Happy Friday, everybody, here on Isla and Louie. Dan and Louie taking you up until Fast Break Friday on the V Show at noon. First replay at 3. They'll have the mixtape for you today. I think Dan will make the mixtape a couple times. I wonder if my uh, segment about what giraffes. What did I say now? Uh, everything, Dan. And, uh, you know, a second hour of the show, of course, brought to you by our friends at Delta Dental and DeltaDentalKY.com. Check out all their plans there. Um Fun show so far today. Appreciate Greg Gurley, at Greg Gurley on Twitter, uh, joining us earlier in the show. If you missed any of that, go back to the Podcast Center, either on the app or at SoundCloud, and check out the first hour of the show. Um, you can listen to that. Getting ahead, uh, looking ahead, I should say, to that U.K. game against Kansas that Dan and I cannot figure out, <laughs> and neither can Greg Gurley, to be fair. Uh, if you had to, if you, let, I'll just make up a line. Uh, Kentucky minus three. Uh, why do you have Kentucky covering? Uh. <laughs> By the way, I have to say one thing. I'm going to interrupt myself. Last segment, I forgot my coffee in the back. Oh, I, no. And I texted Avery and I said, I'm very sorry. Do you mind going to get my coffee? And Avery got up and ran to the back and got my coffee. And I just wanted to say thank you publicly because I hate I hate being that guy. I hate making people do work for me when th- when the work didn't need to happen. And so I apologize, but thank you very much for doing that for me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no uh, problem. It distracted me from the stickers <laughs> on the windows. Uh, oh, did you uh, notice how bad they are? Yeah, they look funny. <laughs> so I'm glad like you see it too because yeah, I've been bad. trying to determine if I'm just hallucinating and seeing things or if they've always been like this. Luke Hancock... Lachlan McLean and American Pharaoh are still on our windows. Everybody else. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, Patino is still Patino in the lobby. Still in the lobby. <laughs> Good grief. We have a signed Bobby they Patino took, football. Yeah. They, t- 
I hope we never get rid of that football. They even <laughs> took his. They took his picture out of the Yum Center, I but ESPN Louisville still has it hanging in there. So. Joey Votto, uh, Andrew Luck. Yeah, Victor Espinosa on Justify and Luke Hancock. Oh, Teddy Bridgewater. How about that? It's just so yeah. musty. <laughs> if you're a sponsor out there, if you do window stickers, get a four three seven nine six eighty. We'll, we'll get we'll get we'll pub you a little bit. We need we need to update stuff. A lot hey, of uh, played. L- oh. Louis, Louis, I'd I'd be real careful drinking that coffee. <laughs> I could play nicely. Yeah. I played nicely when I brought in the king cake on Monday. <laughs> Yeah. You sent the assistant program director after your coffee. I'll show you, pal. Be real careful tasting that coffee, Lou. Man, oh man. I, I can play nicely. I played nicely on Monday. I Uh-oh. brought in king cake and everyone is still alive. There you go. I do think tomorrow Kentucky has to out-physical Kansas. Well, They're going to have to keep that going. Yes, because I th- the only way you're going to slow down a Grady Dick or guys like that is if you if you if Kaysen's willing to be f- physical with them, or if maybe if, you got to put CJ on them. I don't know. I he just yeah. I mean they're going to have to be physical with that guy. I mean, well, like like I said, there were a few things in, in that Vanderbilt game that they can certainly improve on. Uh, oh, Oscar sure. Oscar's got to give a beginning to end. He can't get. He's got nobody that he has to be real concerned about defensively. So he can't like get an early first foul and then spend the rest of the first half just trying to stay out of foul trouble. I mean, he's got he's got to give a a. a, a an Oscar-like performance from beginning to end. But uh, so, you know, there were still some holes in that game. But uh, but they have been getting better. If Toppin keeps playing like he's playing, uh, then, yeah, they, they win and cover the three. Uh, 74-68 Kentucky for me. What do you have? Ooh. Uh, I've got a little higher than that. I've got it. Uh, I've got it 81 81- 81 to 74. I don't know how many teams they're going to beat giving up more than 70 points. I just, I don't think they're that kind of team right now. Hmm. We'll see. Yeah. I hope you're right because that'll be more exciting than the game I described. (laughs) Yeah. That's why they play the games, Louie. So, uh, texture texting in. I was born in 1990 outside of Cincinnati. I suffered through years of mediocrity at best in a professional sports. I need this Super Bowl. Sir, I am a Detroit sports fan. The last time a Detroit team won a title was 5,349 days ago. <laughs> All of my children have been born then. since then. When, I have four. When was the texture born? 1990. Uh, okay. Yeah, the Bengals haven't been very good. <laughs> <laughs> Louis threw up last night because of the king cake. <laughs> That's not true. I didn't eat it. How about that? Um, uh, all right. So I want to talk about this asteroid because it terrifies me. Um, did you watch this video? Uh, no. Oh, okay. I, I read the story, but I didn't watch the video. The video's terrifying. I mean, it's just like, it's it's literally school buses just flying past the planet. Mm. I mean, just, just gigantic and by the way, solid rock school buses just at, at thousands of miles an hour flying past Earth it very close. And for some reason, there's an uptick. Now, this might be one of those things where we just didn't have the technology to really track them before. Uh, and it's been happening all along. And it's been happening for yep. millions of years or whatever. Yep. I'm almost certain that that's true. But yep. like, imagine you're just like you're hanging out and then a school bus slams into Indiana at 5,000 miles an hour. 
It's not good, Dan. Like no, I, I'm no, not, that's this, a, I'm no, very this, uncomfortable with this. So this yeah. near near Earth uh, asteroid called 2023 BU. Come on, Bellerman, be better than that. Uh, zipped over the southern tip of South America at 7:27 Eastern time on Thursday, about 2,200 miles above the Earth's surface. That is not far away. No, that is not, less than the distance from LA to New Earth. York. Yeah. Not when we're talking about a school bus made of rock slamming into the earth at many thousands of miles an hour. The rock, estimated to be 11 and a half to 28 feet across, had headed for Earth. Um, headed head for Earth, it would have transformed into a fireball. Oh, that's great! Once it once it entered the atmosphere and disintegrated, any remaining debris would have fallen to the ground as small meteorites, according to the space agency. I'm not buying any of that. I don't trust well, the atmosphere. What's, what's, yeah. what, come on now. <laughs> no, no. What, what, a school bus doesn't scare me. What happens when something the size of a school comes, yeah. <laughs> comes by? You. No, that's right. Yeah. That's the issue. Then, then, then you got problems. There's plenty then of those apparently, problems. too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 2,200 well, miles is not a lot, people. It just isn't. That's right. like Chicago to L.A. I'm not kidding. Like, that's not a lot. Well, you know, I'm 74 years old. I've lived a full <laughs> life, and if I have to go, I have to go. But I'd be if I was if I was like in my 40s and had four young children, I'd be four very instance. Concerned. Yeah, right. I, 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 I'd be very concerned about this. And and if I was a young lady who hasn't even found her life partner yet, I'd be more. No, oh, no, no, Danny, cut out. Oh no. <laughs> Can we cut it that sound? I'd be even more. <laughs> oh, it didn't come through. <laughs> no. What I said was, if I was a young woman who had not yet found my life partner, I'd be more than concerned about the asteroids flying around. Plus, she hasn't gotten to commit all the crimes she wants to commit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I do have one question. <laughs> Okay. I know we're talking about giant rocks flying by. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but yeah. is anyone else picturing magic school bus? No. <laughs> my mind just went. Like, I mean, I I, like pre- I, I appreciate that. I get like, it. My brain goes to magic school bus. It's not a. It's not a terrible comment from you. No. Okay. I like it. Never mind. I like it. Good job. No, I like it. Hey, a- a- Avery. Put that Avery, rainbow in you, space. Like, <laughs> if you knew, Wait, if you knew, it's the gayest bus ever. It's great. It, it, it didn't it even put great. out its. It didn't even put out its stop sign. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> hey, Avery. If you knew an asteroid was going to strike the Earth in forty-eight hours, hmm. and that nobody would survive, who would you kill first? <laughs> That I have a list. <laughs> we don't want to share that list. Okay, all right. But we have a list. Just, just curious, just curious. But I can tell you what my last meal would be. <laughs> Something that you're allergic to? Everything, because I like right. ni- like ninety nine percent of what I'm allergic to. Right. Yeah. So I would eat everything. I get it. Would that I actually got- makes a lot of sense. What? Yeah, no. It That's does. the same thing. Like, if I ever wind up on death row for some reason, like <laughs> for some reason, I, yeah, for some reason, <laughs> would I die? Who, who from could an possibly al- figure out what that's going to be? Exactly. <laughs> would I die from an allergic reaction, or would I die from execution? <laughs> Save the state a bunch of money. Just eat a bunch of food. You should. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh uh, Lord, man! Oh man. <laughs> 
<laughs> what a stupid conversation. I love it. Oh, man. What would your last meal be, Dan? My last meal? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> my last meal would be... Because we're ticking closer to that, right? I mean, you know. Yeah. It's, it's no. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it might have been, <laughs> brec- <been> breakfast. <laughs> Yeah, the text line always gets mad when I make those jokes. Here it comes. I'm sure. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, it would be it would be um, it would be a Caesar salad, a bone-in ribeye steak, a bloated baked potato, nice, and asparagus. That's what mine would be. That's a solid meal. I I, I applaud you, uh, sir. Yeah, I'm a not long, mad at that. Yeah, right. Yeah. I don't a like long, asparagus, but I'm not mad at it. Uh, along with a, a few Budweisers. That would be my last. That would be my last meal. Yeah, I have never thought about my last meal. Well, I neither had I until yeah. just now. No, I'd never thought about it. It's interesting. I think I would just have. I think I would have soup and a sandwich, man. I think that's that's the that's thing. That's it. Yeah, going dude, going just, cheap, huh? Going yeah, cheap, like on a the good line. corned beef sandwich or something, or a pastrami sandwich or something, and just a just a good. I. I Adore soup, so yeah, I just probably do that. By the way, texture. Well, you could go down. You could go down to Atlanta and with Jack, <laughs> Jack and have, yeah, right. yeah, and have, have matzo ball soup. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Um, texture suggesting the asteroids were only recently discovered because the previous team of astronomers were former NCAA women's basketball officials. <laughs> they don't see anything. <laughs> Blankenbaker, is that you? <laughs> oh, that's funny. It's a good text. That, that's funny. Oh man. Uh. I'll tell you, man, the, the little panic around here about the women's team. I, I, uh, I, I didn't watch the game last night, so I don't want to speak to it, but there's, there's a little bit of panic. Do you have any of that wall sound by chance? Is that up? Because he, that is a frustrated-sounding man. He, he sounds like Kenny Payne. And you, you said it earlier this year, Dan, don't go to those Kenny Payne practices. Exactly. That's Stay what <laughs> happened. He thought, he thought Kenny Payne's practices were fantastic, I think is the word that he used. Yeah, no, I don't think so, Jeff. All right, so the text line's getting very philosophical, which I appreciate, and we're gonna we're, we're diving in. We're going in. 437-9688 in the UPS Jobs text line. If you knew they were about to kill you, could you eat? Is a really fair question. That is a great question. Like all these people that, that – Dan, you gave out that scenario, like there's you know 48 hours left and you got blah, 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 and all these people are like, oh, you know, I would find my wife and all this and da-da-da. And I'm like, are you sure you could perform – Knowing that the asteroid's coming and this and that, like people are yeah. so just so sure that they're just like, oh yeah, all right, needles coming. There's the uh, there's the priest. He's standing there. Um, yeah, steak. Let's go. What? Like that's a good question. I think it's fair. Oh man, text line very, very, very deep. Dark. Yeah. Is it dark? <laughs> it's, it's just we're getting into that. Well, that's not fair that you get to read them and laugh, and Thumbs and I are sitting here twiddling our thumbs. No, she can see the text line. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. Oh, no, I choose not to be on the text oh, line. Oh, that's a probably good. I make you know what? Actually, decisions. for this show, for the purposes of how people talk about you, that's probably better. I mean, they, <laughs> they can crush me all they want. No, no, it's not that. It's just like I want you to hear the... You know, the crime jokes from me, essentially. I mean, yeah, I get yeah. that, too. I would be laughing the whole time reading it or not. Like, I'm all for it. All right, so uh, we're getting we're getting some long shot plays on um, on the text line as well, which means we need to talk more seriously because um, <laughs> any fan base is going to turn on someone who doesn't win games. It's plain and simple. I, You know, it's we talked about that at the, at the open of the show where, you know, I, I made the joke about is there a fire, you know, or um, – 
oh gosh, a BillSellBuyout.com or whatever. You right. Know? And yeah. um, <clears throat> every fair base is like that. But it's it's more magnified at a place like you know U of L, UK, whatever, Kansas. You know, uh, when teams do where they where people care. Well, and they have an expectation of winning because they've seen it before, right? Yep. And so, yeah. For absolutely. a long, long time. Long, long time. So, yep. um, all right. So let's talk about three races that are happening tomorrow. Um, I have encouraged people who listen to this show. Um, you know that Dan and I really love horse racing, but this is a cool time of year uh, to get involved with watching the Derby Trail and, frankly, the Oaks Trail. Because all you have to do is watch a couple of two-minute races <laughs> and get a sense of who's running well and watch them progress over the spring so that when you do get to that week, when you go to that derby party or whatever, you can actually be a pretty educated person on who's running and uh, what their style is and those sorts of things. Martha Washington is tomorrow, fifth race at Oaklawn. George W. Bush's wife. <laughs> and uh, in a, I think, a very downfield, but I, I do want to tell people. It's awful. Yeah. They, they put up they put up Oaks points and $200,000 and get this kind of field? Yeah. So, yeah, um, it's, it's bad. Who do you like here? Well, I mean, I'm chalk at Oak Lawn. I mean, this uh, defining purpose, the three-horse uh, won a stake last time out uh, a sixteenth of a mile shorter uh, by uh, over five lengths. And, uh, you know, the time before that, she got beat in the goldenrod by Hoosier Philly, who's supposed to be the second coming of Flightline. Uh, I love that horse. Amos Amos is talking about running her in the Derby. Forget about the Oaks. Um, Four out of these six horses, Louie, have only broken their maiden. That's all they've accomplished. One of them in a claiming race. Um, You know, I'd like to pick... uh, is it Oliva uh, Twist? Olivia Twist. Olivia Twist. Yeah, but she's coming um, out of Remington, so who knows? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I mean, this is this horse is six to five on the morning line, but I I don't know how she gets beat. A lot of a uh, more lot more last meals coming down. Um, a double chili dog five way from Skyline. Yes, I'll be dead, but someone's going to be cleaning up after me can't read the rest of that on twitter or on the text line appreciate people by the way if it gets re- if it gets real rainy tomorrow which is a, a possibility in arkansas wet paint the one did uh, break her maiden uh, over the slop in indiana and this is kind of a secondary course for brad cox right now on the oaks trail but he's flying in flavian pratt to ride this horse so if it is wet uh look for the one wet paint to get a good uh, a good ride uh, uh, at Oakland tomorrow. I do think Defining Purpose is the best horse here coming out of that black type, having gone the two turns at Oakland before and winning uh, pretty easily in that one. Yep. In yep. the um, Southwest, we have Dan's favorite uh, three-year-old, uh, Arabian Night. He's running it uh, in the six hole there. John Velasquez, Bob Baffert. Uh, do you look anywhere else, Dan? Uh, the only thing, the only thing that might happen is, uh, and I think I think this is who Brad flew in Pratt to ride, not not that horse you just gave. Agreed. Uh, but uh, uh, Pratt is on uh, uh, Corona Bolt, the two, uh, yeah. who who is who is won last time out, won the Sugar Bowl, ninety seven speed rating, uh, and uh, Bolt Doro out of a Quiet American mare should have no problem yep. with with the two turns. Uh, the only thing I see happening is if that horse. Uh, the two horse Corona Bolt and Arabian Night g- get locked up early in a, in a speed duel. Something else could happen, but that 
that Arabian Night race, Louis, was just so impressive. He, he went. Uh, he was the was best on, two-year-old we watched, and there were two-year-old Breeders' Cup races. No, <laughs> no question. Right? Yeah. He right, went. Yeah. He, you know, he he won by uh, seven and a half. Yep. The second place horse was six and a quarter ahead of the third place horse, which means Arabian Night was 13, 14 lengths ahead of the third place horse. And the horse that was second came back and broke his maiden impressively. They gave 2.2. This is Zidane Racing. They gave 2.2 million for this colt. Um, Again, it's chalk, but. Uh, somebody's going to have to go with them early if they're going to have a chance to beat him. All right, so uh, the big race of the weekend is the Pegasus World Cup Invitational, grade one, mile and an eighth, uh, start line, finish line, at Gulfstream Park, four and up, Dan, three million bucks on the line. This is a very B-minus grade one. Um, I landed on Skippy Longstocking here just because of local experience and seems to be rounding into form. This is second off the layoff for that horse. Safi Joseph Jr. picking up uh, Jose Ortiz for this mount. I do think Art Collector has a chance to run a huge race um, in this one as well. And then I'm going to include Defunded because if Bob Baffert beats me in a, se- in a sequence, I'm an idiot. Um, I think White of Barrio, the four, another Safi, who's four for four lifetime at Gulfstream, won a grade one down there as a three-year-old. I think he's got a serious shot to hit the board. But um, I do think Cyberknife, if he runs his race, is probably the best horse in this field. I would include those four horses I mentioned, 7, 6, 5, and 10. Dan, where did you land? Yeah, I'm taking a little price here. I went with White Aberio. Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah sure. for, uh, he looks like he's starting to wind uh, back into shape. Uh, awful lot of speed. This will be a fun race to watch because it looks like a bunch of them want to be on the front end. And I think Aberio can just sit off of the pace he's a little certainly bit. certainly capable, at, yep. As, as you said, four for four at uh, at Gulfstream. So that's, uh, that's who I'm going to pick. All right, so. man. Well, good luck tomorrow. Yep, thanks. Good luck to you. I hear the music. That means that uh, we've come to the end of another broadcasting week. We appreciate you listening. We'll be back again Monday morning and do it all over on uh, Issel and Louie, ESPN 680, 105.7. Have a great weekend, everybody. Metro College is a program that helps students pay for tuition, and I didn't believe it. You have to work third shift, five days a week. It's a great and rewarding thing when you graduate. I would do it all over again, just like I just did. You know those buddies who magically become medical professionals when you're not at the top of your game? The ones who say, come on, muscle through it, but then also say, hey, you should probably see my specialist. Or surgery or pain meds. It's almost always false, false, and false. Athletico's physical therapists, the same therapists who work with professional athletes, can tackle those little aches and pains from the start, before they become big ones. So next time, don't believe everything you hear. Instead, start with Athletico. Schedule your free assessment at athletico.com.